And welcome to another episode of Living the Past. We're a 90s podcast that talk about the 90s every week. And uh, today... Good one. Got, yeah. Nice new... That Hi. makes sense. Yes. I've... Uh, Can't call you out on that. Yep. But you still fucked up the intro, so thank you. Um, that is <laughs> the co-host, Ben. Thank you. Hello. And we have uh, one of the nicest people I've ever met. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, still Nugent. He's uh, from my... from. The, uh, well, not a band anymore, Profiteers. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> still technically a band though, right? You're just uh, like on a permanent hiatus? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're gotta do, we got to do something else. got to learn our yeah. John Final covers and come back. Have dinner. Uh, yeah. So jumping into I know like, because uh, when, when I first met you, was in another band I was in called Stan Union, and we were looking for a drummer. And you responded, to which my guitarist at the time said, that's not a real name. He's not. He's, he's not going to turn up. <laughs> Thought you're being catfished. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. He's like, he's like, no, nah, no, nah. because he, he, he was short as one of his mates. It was just like trolling him. But no, nah, it is your real name, Still Nugent. Yes. So, yeah. Um, and then <laughs> I remember really awkward times. So it's like, so we got we you you joined out that band. We were playing together. We we on quite well. And I said to you, I was like, yeah, Profiteers needs a drummer. I don't know. Uh, we can't find anyone. And you are like, well, me. I'm like. Oh yeah. <laughs> do you want to do that? And I was like, I felt really bad that I didn't even like consider asking. Like I wasn't even doing anything at that time. <laughs> you did have, I think, three bands at the go- on the go at the time, so I was just like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's drummers in Adelaide. They yeah, have to, have to work. <laughs> I feel like that's a common thing with drummers. Like when you need a drummer, you don't ask the drummer you know to do it because you're like, they're already doing it. Mm. But they'll know every other drummer. But I don't want to ask them because they're already doing something. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, I was like, would you want? Him? And you're like, yeah, cool. So then. I had the honour of being in two bands at the same time with you. That was fun. That yeah, was good. Now Three bands at one point. Three bands? Yeah, when you came on the uh, Missile Studs. I did, yeah. Yep. We've been in three bands together. Look make it us. four, make it four. Yeah, we'll start a new one. Yeah. We're going to start a Billy Joel cover band. <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen. <laughs> it's good to have a, Just uh, a another yeah. Billy Joel connoisseur with me. Um, after, uh, I just remember the other day, cause I, I just had my a playlist on, on random. And this song came on, and it reminded me of a time that I was <laughs> I was walking down Rundle Street in Adelaide, and there's this dude that was he's in a one of those cars. It's got like the um, automated roof that goes down, like it's like a Ferrari, like a flip top Ferrari sort of thing. Ooh. And he's going down the, the Rundle Street really slowly, and he had like this like rap beat going. It was like, and then like that kind of transitioned out, and then the next song came on. <laughs> And it was. Hey. <laughs> There's this guy. Co- <laughs> a guy going down Rundle Street in LA looking cool as anything. He just had some like full fat beats going on. And then it just transitions into Uptown Girl by Billy Joel. Did he have like his iPod shovel plugged well, in? Well, that's why I'm assuming what happened. Because it's back in like the early 2000s. I was just assuming that he just had that in his library and then like wasn't expecting. <laughs> and then all credit to him. He didn't like the mad like oh shit like oh what the uptown girls on he just he just sort of like he went bolt upright and then went back down and sort of like nah I'm gonna accept this right. <laughs> and just, just, just like grooved at the stoplight and everyone's like is that uptown girl by Billy Joel <laughs> and then just drove out of my life and I'm like that guy good on him yeah I wonder what, what he's up to now whatever yeah. was intentional and, though and Steel is here today <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, so I suppose beware the shuffle. Or <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, let's go uh, first before we go into the news. We're going to go what we've been listening, reading, lots of stuff. Uh, it's called Living in the Now. So, what's the stuff we've been reading, listening to? Any podcasts? You're you're my podcast guy. Yeah, you got. Yeah, I listen to all the same ones. I'm repeating a lot of podcasts at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Roundtable with gentlemen. Okay. I'm um, yeah, it's pretty vulgar, so <laughs> <laughs> I won't get too much detail on what they talk about on there. But um, uh, have you heard um, Behind the Bastards? Do you, do you yeah, to yeah, listen yeah. To it, yeah. I've listened to a few of them recently, and like, yeah, it's just good. The um, the one about the sea monkeys was the one that got me into that. Oh yeah, yeah, that's quite interesting. There's are they are they real sea monkeys? Yeah, yeah. Was that just a '90s toy that was like Tamagotchi, but no, they were like little, I don't know, dried actual living things. Yeah, they were like dehydrated ah. kind of things, and then they. Yeah. Yeah. But there's like, there's stuff behind that. <laughs> yeah, some very dark stuff behind that. And then like, there's that one where, something to do with Ace and Ace of Base in Sweden, like there's like, right wing. Oh, I don't know, I heard that one. Yeah. The band Ace of Base? Yeah. Oh. I saw the sign, Ace of oh. Base. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? What are you doing? <clears throat> um, the usual. Trying not to play Grand Theft Auto every hour of the day. Which one? Five. See, nice. now I'm out of that now because Game Pass on Xbox uh, took it off, so it's not free anymore, so it's not playing it because I haven't got a legit version of it. Yeah. Did Have you, you see... They're doing the uh, remaster? Yeah, I saw it's looking more and more likely that it's a real thing and not a rumour. Yeah. I'd, I'm trying I'd, to play Vice City at the moment, and those controls are really hard to deal with on the big screen oh man yeah what you used to have yeah <laughs> i saw there's a mobile version like you can just play it on your phone for eight dollars yeah, right. yeah. Wow. i don't know how good it would be like trying to control it and play it on a tiny screen would you Are ever you... play the mario kart one that came out on the phone no that was surprisingly good with the controls oh, okay no. yeah i guess there's less to do like you just kind of yeah you kind of just hold your finger there and turn left and right yeah i, I was uh, sixth place in the world what? At one point. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, that was when it first came out. I spent like all weekend playing it. When there were six people playing it? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I did actually watch a film that oh, wasn't a game. I didn't, you know, I mean, I have gone to the theatre in Grand Theft Auto and watched films. Yeah. They're not very good. Um, so I watched a real one, The King of Staten Island. Oh, did you like it? Yes. Bill Burr. Uh, <laughs> he tries to ruin it. He Pete tries Davidson. so hard to ruin it. Yeah, I really liked that when I watched it. It was uh, it's good. long, yeah, a little bit overlong. But John Aptow times tends to like stick around. I've heard that, um, but yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, sad when you realise that that was his life. Yeah, we watched some of so, stand up afterwards. I was like, ah, oh, your dad actually was a fireman yeah. and died. Pete Davidson from Saturday Night Live. His, defi- his dad was a fireman in in nine eleven. Oh no, he wasn't. Yeah. Was it in nine eleven? Nine eleven. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I dug that. I like because he's giving people tattoos. That kid's that kid. Yeah, kid's tattoo on the park. Um, I watched The Dry with Eric Banner. <sighs> was it good? It was a slow burn, which but is it was good. Up, up my alley. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. yeah so if you've never seen it, it's an Australian movie. Because I, I was like, I'm always wary of Australian movies because they're story, but they're usually pretty shit. Uh, <laughs> but it's Eric Banner, so it's probably going to be great. It and has to be good. I will say it is super depressing at times um, it does not have like a lot going for it at the end but um, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a whodunit but it's just like a, it's like a slow burn and like I think w- watching it I was um, it really if you'd been to a regional town in the, like the last sort of year like it really sort of 
rung home because it's like it's like you can watch stuff in America and like you can sort of like oh I can sort of um, put myself in those shoes but like when it's actually in the place that you're like oh I've, I've been to a place exactly like that like it's, it's sort of yeah. it sort of hits home a bit, bit better so yeah I'd definitely recommend the dry if you. but if are you also like Eric Banner wasn't there when I went to a little town <laughs> he yeah <laughs> well maybe he was I don't think he's got a lot going on at the moment he does um, but yeah apart from that um, nothing nah I saw Suicide's uh, suicide Squad yesterday. The new one? Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah, quite good. I heard good things. Ooh. Yeah. Did yeah. you saw the first Suicide Squad? Yeah, but I, we don't remember. We don't that talk one. about that. No. Okay. Oh, you could if you could remember it because it's pretty forgettable. Yeah. Yeah. So this pops out a lot better. Like. Oh it, yeah. 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 Okay. Way better. So, because they got and they got um, they got King Shark in it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Who is uh, voiced by Sylvester Stallone? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And he plays on being the dumb guy a lot. <laughs> you can't imagine that's what he is like in real life. I've seen a lot of uh, memes with just him. About, like they've, they've done a lot of um, Jaws shots, but it's just got King Shark in the background. <laughs> 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 so I'm, I'm liking that. Um, yeah, I want to go. I want to see that because uh, the first one I really did not like at all. Mostly for the, the Jared Leto. Um, yeah, he's not even mentioned in this one. So, so there's no I Joker at all? No, not awesome. at all. No Batman. I still can't imagine this being good, though. It no, just seems... Good. I don't know. Well, James Gunn's directing it, too. Like He's like he's a decent director. Mm. <laughs> and the main bad guy is quite an interesting choice. Really? Yeah. Who's, who plays him? No, there's no voice. It's just some monster thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that the s- starfish thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Patrick? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's what I actually did. Just lean over. I was like, "No, this is Patrick." <laughs> <laughs> I had a good giggle. <laughs> um, I've been still reading that Seth Rogen book, and um, he told me about yeah. how Nick Cage, Nicholas Cage, um, went for the villain role in Green Hornet, and it's a very funny story. Oh uh, yeah, he told that on Conan, I think. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's um, he's a weird guy, man. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's go on to uh, the events of 9th, August nineteen ninety two. So, the Olympics are still going. Who cares? Um, But we'll get to that in sport. Maybe. Uh, Also, if you see any birds trying to get into my house, because it happens very regularly. Let them in? Just, no. (laughs) In you go, buddy. They could already already be like three in there by now. (laughs) Um, So, before we get into the quiz, uh, a couple of things. One one of the major things that's happened was um, there was a siege at Ruby Ridge in America and this is significant because they reckon that this was you know the, the insurrection at in the capital in January where they all just like mm. they reckon that can be traced back to this particular siege in 1992 this is when like the modern day militia started happening people started wearing camo a lot more and like saying t- try to take down the government yep there was a dude he for about a year the US Marshals have been they had a, a weapons warrant they needed to go take his guns took my gun um, <laughs> we wouldn't have that joke if it wasn't for the siege. Um, so they come and so they they've been asking for ages. He says, "No, you can't come and take my weapons. Like, you know, I'm going to keep them." So he basically holds himself up in his in his house for a year. Uh, the U.S. Marshals come and knock on the door. They and they his him and his son and his son's friend and their dog go out to meet them. The guy goes back inside and something happens and this is dodgy on the government's part too. No one knows what exactly happened but a firefight starts breaking out. 
this guy's son is killed and his dog is killed sorry <laughs> um, his friend runs back to the house and the siege begins basically uh, so for the next I think 12 days they're holed up uh, that's a long time the local uh, neo-nazis a couple of towns over come and lend their support in protesting they're always close by in these situations <laughs> <aren't they? laughs> yeah um, so they basically uh, get to it like the next day so when and I'm not completely um, clear on the rules of engagement but apparently if um, on the second or third day you are, la- you are allowed to use necessary force right so if you're in a situation where like you think you can like take someone out for the good of like getting other people out you can do it yep so was there hostages involved here? Uh, well, there was his family. They weren't hostages, okay. but like they were just there. So they were just trapped in a house for twelve days. They were just trapped in a house. So uh, also, I should say that uh, his son that was shot was fourteen years old. Um, he did have a gun on him too. So they reckon that he he shot. They're saying that he shot first. They're saying that they shot first. Okay. So the next day, uh, they they've dra- they've dragged his son's corpse back to a shed. And yeah. he, cu- he goes out to check on it, and they a sniper takes uh, shoots him in the shoulder. So he runs back inside. His wife comes out and gets shot, yeah. dead. Um, it eventually got ended by a guy from a local, uh, let's say, nationalist group. <laughs> mm-hmm. He talked him out. They came out. There was not there wasn't really a clear like you know end to it. Like they I think they took some of their weapons and stuff, but like it was a mess. Um, but they reckon that this was the point where people are like, oh, if they can do this to them, they can do this to me. So, like, these groups start forming around the country. Um, we talked about the golden age of uh, aeroplane clashes. It's the golden age now of uh, militia groups and cults. Next year's Waco. That comes in. We get, like... There's a bunch of sieges that happened throughout the 90s, and they're not handled very well by the, by the FBI or the US Marshals or anything. So... That's this is what happened in this is this is what they think is the first one that sort of kicked off the militia movement. I always thought that white people slowly got better and better at being white people, um, but obviously, like through the nineties, we discovered that no, we're that's, we're still pretty shit, um, and keep having. But it seems to be like bubbles of time where like all the shit ones come to the surface. Well, yeah, so and like, then they'll fade away again. What we're seeing, like you know, yesterday we had like three. Like we had a protest here and protest over in Israel about like the freedom rallies because they're calling it modern slavery. Slavery by you know looking out for public health. Oh, we had another one in Adelaide yesterday. Yeah. How many did they get this time? A lot more. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah. Um, and it's like if you looked at like the comments online, it's like it's, it's a lot of privilege being thrown around, and like they're saying you know they're they're trying to like this is. Uh, a well-known doctor saying there's there's a cabal. He actually used the word cabal behind COVID-19 and it's all a myth and stuff like that and I'm like people are just losing their minds so this but this is where it sort of started I think and this is like you know people we wouldn't have had what happened in January in Washington if Mm. it wasn't for these moments beforehand so isn't it funny how like when something bad happens to a white person every all these people freak out like that could be me Mm. but then like a black person is killed over nothing it's like oh well, they, Let's uh, move on. I saw someone yesterday say, like, oh, well, no one tried to stop the Black Lives Matter protests. Like, this is just like that. I'm like, no, it's not. No, <laughs> no it's not at all. They're trying to stop deaths, and you're kind of creating <laughs> potential more deaths. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, also, I am impressed that you held back doing a Tom Lee Jones accent throughout that. 
with the US Marshals. Yes. Check out Eric Art House, Dark House. <laughs> <laughs> Next year. Watch along. Fugitive. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I don't care. It goes for two and a half hours. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> it's me. Um, bring some lozenges. Yeah. Uh, remember those photos of uh, Sarah Ferguson at the start of the year? Where I remember not getting to see them. Yeah, well, now, now they got published. So basically, at the start of the year, the Duchess of York um, got photographed getting her feet kissed. Mm. Kissed? Oh. I thought her toes were getting sucked. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Toes sucked, yeah, toes sucked. Is this what oh. the Tenacious D song is about? Uh, maybe, I don't know. I hope so. Look, I'm not going to kink shame, but... Ugh. Ugh. You know they're clean. We're so clean. I don't... I bet she's never experienced toe jam. Ah! Oh. <laughs> There's always a spot to get toe jam in there. There's always some left over. But then it's royal toe jam. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Paul. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, you said people listen to this? Yeah, no, not anymore. <laughs> Uh, so let's get into the the quiz. Uh, roll the quiz music. So, Steel, what is what is your buzzer going to be? For the um, quiz buzz. <laughs> well, it's not toe jam. Shit, that's a good one. Yeah, toe jam. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we know what yours is. Uh, so, a race occurred because like this is the year that uh, the Cold War officially ended. Because it officially ended, a lot of stuff started happening again. Um, there was a race that wasn't allowed to happen for many, many years during the Cold Cold War. What kind of race was allowed to happen? It was either a swimming race, a running race, or an aeroplane race. Yes, Ben. I was going to buzz in with some sort of boat race, uh, so I'm going to go with swimming because that's also water-related. No. It's a running race or an aeroplane race? Uh, I guess aeroplane race? It was an aeroplane race. Hey, all right. Uh, So they weren't allowed to... it 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 was an around the world airplane race and they couldn't do it for ages because they couldn't fly over Russian airspace can't um, you just skip over that p- like I know it's a big place but surely you could yeah, have avoided just it. go like sideways around instead of going up and yeah. down that way uh, yeah like so diagonally or something I, yeah, I, have, yeah. <laughs> I have an article so this is 1992 yet this article seems like it's from the 1930s because they're talking about an around-the-world <laughs> aeroplane race. And it's like, this week, pilots of 28 light single or twin-engine propeller planes from 10 nations buzzed around the Washington area <laughs> for the round-the-world race. This is weird. Like, why would... It's a lot of excitement. Yeah. The modern-day Phileas Foggs, I'm assuming, from around the, around the world in 80 days... Fucking old guy. 72-year-old. There's a 70-year-old one of them. Fuck. He's just been waiting all that time. Wait, that was like, one of the people racing? One of the people racing. 72. He's like, wow. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn commies. <laughs> um, and yeah, so they, they left from Santa Monica and uh, they went around the world. Do you know how long it three, took them? Three survived. No. Um, <laughs> uh, how long it took them? Yeah. 10 days. It's better than 80 days. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not a balloon. No, yes. <laughs> they should have made a balloon race. Mm. They should have got better planes. I mean, because now it takes you like two days. They should have been steampunk planes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was weird. Um, How boring would that be? Oh, like, man. I'm sure there's parts that are nice, but like, it's like being on a long train journey. Like, there's yeah. sights for a little bit, and it's like, it's just dirt out there. Like, we're just going to see his clouds and sky. It was well. I listened to one about Amelia Earhart recently, 
Yeah. And it was more about like she was in the air for like two or three days, and it was her and two other people in the plane. Maybe yeah. One other person. One other person. Yeah. And then having to go to the tort the whole time while they're in there as well. Yeah. In this crammed little plane, <laughs> like. That was the worst part I thought of that. Yeah, why would you want that? Would yeah, you there was no in, toilet, like proper toilets in those kind of planes back then. Would you go in there on the first day, you just like, this is Vomit like, just, just like in front of Amelia, you're just like, I'm going to take a shit. Like, let's <laughs> just get this out of the way. Because otherwise it's going to be weird. I could probably hold a day. Mm. I held three days camping once. Yeah. yeah. Potato oh. mash. That's what I did once. Uh, no. Um, that Deb. Oh, you didn't actually make it, just ate the powder. No, we did like a <laughs> slop bucket, I guess you could call it, and Deb was the main component. With all the canned veg and all that. Yeah, yeah, really it's like, pretty good. When yeah. you're home, you're just like yelling at Deb, and it's like, is it? Is he pining for some lady? It's like, no, no. Anyways, I could make it a day at least. I could break. I know. <laughs> I started doing that water thing where I tried to drink, drink too much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, Is now. Just flushing I'm, out thing? No, just like. Because, <laughs> like I say, you're supposed to do two and a half liters of water a, a week. Or a day, sorry. Not a week. Um, so now I have to pee a lot more. <laughs> so it would not be good on this. I'll just be. Amelia would be walking onto the thing. I'll just be already busy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's healthy. <laughs> um. Which Australian political party was formed in 1992? August 1992. The Sex Party. Nope. Ah. I don't have multiple choice. Nope. Because uh, it's one that is, oh. it's not a major one, but it's, it's oh. up there. Green? Yes. Hey. That is a major one. How dare you? Well, I mean, okay. It's who I vote for, so I should process it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um. They, they they went forward and but and then they they used it they did it to uh, negotiate with Paul Keating to start doing some environmentally healthy challenges for the world and mm. he said no <laughs> yeah uh, so it was an uphill battle from the start unfortunately for the Greens um, all right going to music uh, what famous Australian band was formed in 1992. Is it the Innocent Criminals? But what were they, what were they then known as? They're now called Silverchair. They're now called Silverchair. Yeah, uh, Silverchair yeah. was formed. So, um, bonus points for uh, having bonus the points for name. knowing the for knowing their yeah, which is a pretty <laughs> shit name. Uh, is Silverchair that good when you think about it? Oh no, I'm not saying it's any better. But it's just like oh, criminals, innocent criminals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like twelve years old. Twelve or thirteen at this stage, I think. Probably younger. Yeah. Yeah. Give him a break. No. They're just little boys. <laughs> uh, and what long running what long running Adelaide music festival started in nineteen ninety two? Oh, Buzz. Yes. Uh Warm Adelaide? Yes. <laughs> so I think you win. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean he wins by default because you always let the guest win. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> well, don't be shit at it. <laughs> You're really bad at this. How's <laughs> 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 it feel? <laughs> Not editing that out either. <laughs> uh, cool. So let's go on to sports. <laughs> so you'd already mentioned the Olympics was going. Yeah. Um, no, I so. And that's finished now, I guess. I don't think I meant... Did I mention last month that it went over two months? I don't know if I did. Yeah, it goes over two months. It always goes over two months, for sure. Mm, I'm giving you facts. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Who cares? <laughs> Backing you up. 
Um, so we had some tennis and some golf. We had some opens. We had some basketball. The dream team won gold. Yeah, I guess. Who was? You just said no one cared about the Olympics. Well, I, that Don't was the one thing I did. Like, like, you know, who's going to go up against like Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, and Charles Barkley? Like, I'll just be like, the other team. I'm like, I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> it would be kind of cool to play against them, though. Yeah. It'd be like, it- I scored against them. We lost. 100 to 2 but we scored (laughs) (laughs) one glorious moment yeah (laughs) did you see the big news at this Olympics when everyone's like oh no the dream team lost their first game in like 20 years everyone's like the women's team haven't lost for over 20 years guys who they lose to France was it their B team though it was the first game and like they're all just prima donnas now yeah anyway uh, Olympics finished, we had some golf, we had some tennis, no one cares which. Uh, the AFL <laughs> regular season wrapped up. Yep. Uh, the top six back in those days, not a top eight. Top six? Yeah. Uh, was Geelong, Footscray, Collingwood, West Coast, Hawthorne and St Kilda. Uh, so it was a pretty interesting little finish because you had three teams with 14 wins. Oh, okay. So Would have been pretty exciting. Um what are they going to do this year? Are they actually even... Is football, is football even going anymore? Or is it... Yeah, yeah it's still going. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, there's potential, I think, for the grand final to be in Adelaide this year. No okay. way. Yeah. Really? Because everyone thinks it's going to be in Perth because they've got a bigger, better stadium. But apparently the WA government's like, your wives and girlfriends and families can't come. Players can come. They can play. That's it. Yeah. I'm like, uh... I kind of like our partners to be there, please. I'm like, no. COVID. What are their partners for? Yeah, they're uh, not on the field. Tuck a minute night. <laughs> <laughs> they're not supposed to do anything the night before anyway. No boom boom before a big game. No. <laughs> um, last last week I also um, talked about the song that went on. This is the song. For the Olympics? For the Olympics. You yeah. love the Olympics. They no, keep I, just remember this, I just remember this song. <laughs> He's obsessed with the Olympics. <laughs> oh. or... Is this the Australian version or the original <laughs> version? This is... This is the official Olympics 1992 song. Yeah, that's nice. And what country was the Olympics in? Spain. So that's Jose Carreras and Sarah Brightman. I'm going to have to look into this in four years' time. Do the Olympics always... Do the Olympics always have a song? <laughs> what? Do the Olympics always have a song? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what, what it was for Japan, but I don't know if they, they always have a song. But I think that that was like that that got turned into like the weird. Yeah, I like when it said you'll always be my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's kind of it for sport. <laughs> they were gonna go. You got a friend in me, friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got a friend. In- I do have to fix something up in sport. Ooh. Because for quite a few months, I've been hyping up Leeds United mm-hmm. and didn't even mention it at the end of the season. That? That in their penultimate game yep. of that year, they beat Sheffield Wednesday 3-2 to win Division 1. <gasps> and what I didn't sport even... was that? I uh, that this is English soccer. All oh, right. Yeah. And the last year of it being called Division 1 before it became the Premier League. Okay. This was in... Uh, they won in April, so won never, the league in they've May. They've never won the Premier League? No. See, I'd rather win the Premier League than Div 1. Div 1 sounds like you've just... Yeah. 
But it was the last time it was Div 1, so that's kind of cool. It's a bit regional. <laughs> it's very regional. <laughs> this entire country. All right, we done? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to movies. Now, uh, uh, it was all right. Nope. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, when I first sent this read to Steel, he's like, I've heard another of these. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And I didn't have the streaming services for him. I only had Stan. Yeah. Well, we had uh, Three Ninjas, Raising Kane, Unforgiven, Whispers in the Dark, Single White Female, Digs Town, Stay Tuned, Light Sleeper, Laws of Gravity, Honeymoon in Vegas, and Pet Cemetery 2. I wish I'd watched Single White Female. It was pretty good. Because that's probably the best film on here. Mm. Controversial, but probably... I mean, I haven't seen it for a long time. But I'm confident that it probably was. It was cool. Like, it's just... Um, I liked it. it it's, it's, it doesn't hold up as much. Like, I think I, I thought it was way better than what I remembered it. So, like, when I started watching it, it got a bit boring there in the middle bit, but, like... Most of these films do. Yeah, Bridget Fonda's like awesome in it. <laughs> uh, what movies did you watch? Uh, I got halfway through Honeymoon in Vegas. <laughs> you just bailed? I just, yeah. I didn't have enough time to. Yeah, it was boring. Yeah, like, <laughs> they could have wrapped that up a lot. Yeah, like, uh, it started off being funny, but, yeah, it's... I don't remember any funny bits. Did the... you watch it? Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, I think I realised I tuned out for 20 minutes and I was like, nah. I'm You're done. like... An old man wants to just keep someone guy's wife for the, for the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down for that. I, I was sensing a very indecent proposal thing at the very start of the film. Yeah. And I was quite shocked that that's where it actually went. Not that, like, it should be done anyway. But if you were going to indecent proposal me to... Is it Robert Redford in indecent proposal? Yeah. To James Kahn? Robert Redford all the way. I'll just I'll do anything to him. But James Kahn's <laughs> fucking scary. The sad Don't do that. <laughs> the really sad bit about the movie is like he was winning her over in the right way. Yeah. And then he started lying and like pushing too hard and he lost. I was like, you're better than Nicolas Cage. Yeah. You're a nicer guy. And then you ruined it by going too hard and scared her away. Yeah. Like he should have won. He James Kahned it. Yeah. You just you stop the James Kahn. And again, Nicolas Cage garbage throughout the film does one nice thing at the end and he wins. Yeah. Bullshit. It's what, it's what we got. It's what we believed in the nineties as men. It's like we could be shit all the time, but one good thing. Did one. you watch it? Yeah. Did you notice the guy that was announcing the Elvis names at the end? Oh, um, the SNL announcer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, I think is that one of the ones with Tarantino is one of the Elvises. There's I didn't a, see that. There's a film with Elvis's in it, and I'm pretty sure Tarantino's one of them. He just, like, just crops up somewhere. Apparently Bruno Mars is in this. Really? In yeah. that movie? Yeah. Oh. There was, like, when they go to the stage show with all the Elvises, and there's a tiny, tiny child, Elvis. Oh, because he was... Yeah, he was an impersonator. Yeah. That, was, that was Bruno Mars. It's a tiny child. Um, <laughs> three ninjas? They were three brothers learning the ways of the ninja, but what started as a game... Suddenly turned real. Those kids. You should run. You should hide. You should kick their butts. Now three heroic kids are taking on one ruthless criminal. And they're determined to have the last laugh. Enjoy the ride. Three Ninjas. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. 
pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my, my kids were like, eh. But like a lot of these 90s ones, because 90s movies are very, kids' movies are very different to the kids' movies now. Like the kids' movies now is like, they have to have like something happening every like five minutes to keep them drawn in. Whereas this one's just like, we're going to go across to a uh, abandoned warehouse where the guy at the pony's house is going to beat the shit out of someone. And he elbow drops the box with a bomb in it? Oh, yeah. He's just like, <laughs> he's like here's the money for the bomb. Ha! Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just fucking Pony tail flipping around wildly. He's a crewbar. <laughs> yeah. Or have um, a lid. Like, there's a lid there. Just lift the lid. There's a bomb in there. Man, when those, like... Those ninjas came down from the ceiling, though, just like on the ropes. Yeah, <laughs> <It's pretty> good. <laughs> I was like, this is this is entertaining. I like this. I don't think I ever watched it when I was a kid. Did yeah. it have a stupidly long opening credit scene? No, it kicked no. in straight away. Really? Yeah. Um, oh, had a guy dressing up as a a Middle Eastern dude. Oh yeah, FBI <laughs> agent. Yeah. yeah. Maybe used a bit of bit of toner. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, had the guy, one of the guys from uh, Big Trouble in Little China, yeah, too. Um, oh, he's the grandpa, wasn't he? The grandpa, yeah. Yes. Dolph Lundgren? No, uh, Victor, no, that's, that's Victor that's Wong, I think he's yeah. oh. Kate Russell. The different places, Ben. <laughs> Are they? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that showed in Little Tokyo. Fucking weird movie. It's like from last season. I don't remember it at all. Yeah. It's when um, one of the dudes looks at the guy naked and he's like, oh, you got a nice dick. Oh. <laughs> it was like an ad lib and they lifted it in. <laughs> 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 it's like Brandon Lee to Dolph Lundgren. He's like, whoa, that's nasty. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I watched Raising Kane. Looks like she was put in the car when she was still alive and then drowned. Like, look at her nails. See how they're cut and torn? Looks like she was trying to claw her way out. You should see the expression on her face. You know, I hate to bring this up, but you are married to the perfect man. I don't know. Car popped up out of Half Moon Marsh. Had a woman's body in it. And he's becoming awfully compulsive with Amy. He doesn't just take care of her, he studies her. What do we got now? Two moms disappear from the same playground. You could get us all put away for good. I have this horrible feeling that it has something to do with his father. I did nothing. I don't even exist. This thing you're doing means everything to the old man. I won't hurt her. She'll hurt you. We gotta find these women now. I don't want to be walking behind any lousy coffins. I want to know what you've done with Amy! I don't know where she is! I do. Uh, you should never have gotten out. Dr. Walheim! You're nothing but a cheap hoodlum. I am what you made me, Dad. I know what you're going to do! It's a bad thing, and I'm gonna tell! Uh, Raising King's pretty cool. It reminds me, it looks like an 80s movie. Uh, so if you've never seen it, John Lithgow. From third Onto from a the winner sun, already. From the third rock from the sun, which is all I can ever think of him as. Um, <laughs> Not Planet of the Apes? No. Oh. No. Nah. Uh, Rise of the Planet. Dawn. Isn't he in all of them? Uh, no, just the first one. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah. he he's a guy... Um, I think when it was first released, people didn't realise it was a dude that had like multiple personalities. But it's very obvious from the start. Like Apparently the big reveal is that, oh wow, he's got all these different personalities and he dresses up as different people. But, like, it's really super obvious. Like, it's like, you never see... Because like, he pretends to be the brother, of a, a twin brother of, 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 a, of a normal guy, and he's got this... Um, but when he turns into, like, Kane, like, the, the evil brother, he's got sunglasses and he's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> so, like, normal John Lithgow's over here, and then they cut, but they never have them both in the same frame. So it's like, 
obviously he's just like changing between personas and like for the entire movie they're like going eh eh it could be two people I'm like no it's not <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly the same person um but yeah he uh yeah it's 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 a really decent thriller it's just I think maybe back then people got fooled by stuff a bit easier I don't know well, did it do well did people go and see it yeah I'd never Brian, heard of it. Brian De Palma film, um, his first thriller for a while. Uh, I, I definitely, and John Lithgow deserves some sort of award for it because like he he jumps between these personas like really well. I feel um, like he deserves a, an award every time he does something. Yeah, because he's just great. But then all I can, all I can think of him is in the third rough was like Mary, <laughs> <laughs> where he's also great. Mary. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's just um, in this one. It's, it's awesome. Um, I don't. He, when he goes bad, do you ever see the Dexter season that he's in? Man. Yeah, some just, of it. It's just a C word in it. I'm like, oh, John Lithgow season. I don't like that at all. Not, no C word in my John Lithgow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that at one bit. Uh, I also watched, um, I didn't watch Unforgiven because it just seemed like a lot to, to take on. Step over to the office and get the bullwhip. A whipping? That's all they get after what they've done? Get out of there! Get out of there! It was a matter of honor. They're paying a thousand dollars to whatever kills the two boys that cut up Delilah. In a time when lawmen were killers. We and a bad reputation. You're the one who killed William Harvey and robbed that train over Missouri. Was as good as gold. My guess is you're calling yourself Mr. William Money. Say what? You don't look no meaner than hell, cold-blooded damn killer. I ain't like that anymore, kid. Thousand dollars reward, Will. Nobody's gonna come. So you still have that Spencer rifle, huh? Yeah. My partner. He don't go, I don't go. What's it come to three ways? Just because we're going on this killing, that don't mean I'm going to go back to being the way I was. It's surprisingly not. Yeah? I don't like westerns either. Like, I'm not a big western fan. And I know it's like the, it's one of the best movies of all time. Like, Is it's, it? It's regarded as like, it's got, it's got Clint Eastwood, Morgan Freeman... And Gene Hackman, like every dad in the country, all over the world, every dad over forty went, Ooh! <laughs> 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 oh, oh, okay, <laughs> gotta go watch this. It is. I forgot. Um, I don't know how I forgot that it's obviously it's obviously a western, but I wasn't expecting like that full western feel, like the pace, mm. how they all are, like everything about it is perfectly classic western. Which kind of put me off for a bit. I was like, this movie is not very good. And I was like, ah, oh, it's supposed to... Like, this is... It's weird seeing Clint Eastwood as a bit of a dunce. Mm. Like, he's not this amazingly smart, is tough... Is he ever ama- smart? I don't know. Like Dirty Harry. He's like... He can't even remember Harry Bullets he fucking shot. He's fucking dumb. <laughs> I don't, there's just something about him in this where he's all like, she cured me of drinking wickedness. Like, is that, is that a line? Is it... It's, I don't know it's just so much about him is like I was a bad guy and my wife came along and now I don't do bad things now he, he just seems real dumb he gets a lot of regard but I'm not sure he actually deserves the regard and then when remember that time that he um 
he did that thing at the Republican summit where he pretended that Barack Obama was sitting in a chair, but it was an empty chair. And he was having yeah. a conversation. He was having a one-way conversation with an imaginary Barack Obama. Oh. And he was like saying like, okay, okay, you can talk. Oh, yeah. And it was like, yeah. And everyone's like, Clintus was lost his fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> but still, Million Dollar Baby, yeah. <laughs> there was an episode of David and Margaret, our SBS film friends. Do you remember this? No. I, think, I feel like we talked about it around that time. Right. Because it was, I think, Grand Torino era. Oh, yeah. And well, he just filmed Clint Eastwood's life for about <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> it wasn't a big stretch for him. <laughs> and David's going on and on about how great it was. And Margaret basically said, "Why do all you men have such a boner for Clint Eastwood and anything he does?" Yeah. And he's like, "I don't know what you're talking about. It's a great film." Like, no, it's just a typical Clint Eastwood film. It's not the greatest. Like, no, it's amazing and everything he does is great. But she basically called out like old men just loving anything that he does, and yep. it's true. Because a lot of it is the same, and it's good. Yeah. But if you're an old white guy, like, but you're like, gonna like this. Like, it's like the the Dirty Harry's though. Like, as they got along. Yeah, I actually oh. like the later ones. You ever see Deadpool? It's got Jim oh. Carrey in it. No. And Jim Carrey's like um, playing a rock star. Uh, it's basically like this. This serial killer's got a list of people he's gonna kill, and Clint Eastwood finds out that Jim Carrey, the singer that he plays in the film. But like, then they cut to him filming a, uh, a, a video and it's um, Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses, but he's not playing Axl Rose. He's playing a mythical person in this film who's written the exact same song of Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> and it's fucking insane. And it's so bad. <laughs> oh, it's bad. And then like Jim Carrey, like, he, um, he gets killed like in his trailer. Yeah. But like, I recently watched the Death Wish movies. Have you ever seen them with Charles Bronson? Oh, yeah. I've seen the first one, yeah. Does he say no dice? Uh, the third one he does. Nice. <laughs> um, so what happens is, if you've never seen the Death Wish movies, it's basically the guy who, um, his wife and uh, daughter get uh, raped and one of them gets murdered. So he just becomes a vigilante. But by day he's an architect and they make big pains to tell you that this guy's an architect to the point that like, there's a point in the second one where he goes out, he shoots a bunch of like uh, hoodlums in the street and the next scene is like, uh, would you wave like uh, concrete <laughs> or wood? It's like he's an architect. <laughs> like, would the finish like to be chic? <laughs> it's like it's like just show him killing like hoodlums. That's what you need to do. But it's like no, no. We need to have like a we need to have a, have a, a mix uh, of imagine, architect and vigilante. Imagine building your house with Charles Bronson. <laughs> No, thank you. So intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> Can we change that? No. <laughs> did, did the plumber finish his job? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. Uh, they get real, real racist too. <laughs> but as they go along. Um, I really wanted to see Stay Tuned. Apparently that's a really, really good film. Um, but it's hard to find. Um, uh, it's got John Ritter in it. Um, and then... I think that's it. I didn't watch Digstown because it's got uh, James Woods in it and he makes my flesh crawl. So. I thought Pet Cemetery <laughs> 2 would be fun because it's Edward Furlong, but eh, it's not worth it. Riding that uh, tra- uh, Terminator 2 gravy train. Yeah. Did he, oh, he didn't do much else after that, did he? Drugs. <laughs> Hard drugs. I remember he cropped up as like in the second Crow film or the third Crow film. Like he was. Yeah. Edward Furlong's a Crow. No, he's not. No. 
He just looks really sick. <laughs> <laughs> is um is Pet Cemetery the one where that old guy in there warning people not to go? Yeah. Up to the like, cemetery, or whatever yeah. it is. Okay. Yeah. There's also he reminds us of the, the older guy in Poltergeist too, like the old priest. Well, I watched uh, Friday the Thirteenth for the first time last week. The first one. First two ones. So. Oh, because I was on Stan? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, you should have told me, man. I've, I've watched it with you. I watched, oh, right. I watched it last week, too. Oh, really? Yeah, because oh, I, yeah. I, I haven't seen the first one in ages. What do you think? Well, because that's got the old guy in there as well. And I always thought you that doomed. was... You're doomed. Yeah, yeah. I always, <laughs> is it just a horror movie thing that has the old guy warning people? Or? How good is it? He's pretty creepy. Like, if you can get him in your horror film, like, you get him in it. Yeah. It's how, terrifying. How good is the fact that he's just hanging out in their pantry? <laughs> Well, the one thing that I'm not... <laughs> the one thing <laughs> the that the and Crazy Ralph's just in there. The way they killed him, did you ever notice that he's standing in front of a tree and then both hands go over the tree and choke him? How small oh. is that tree? But it looks like a massive tree. So, like, you have to basically loop it over the top of the tree. Yeah. Then, uh, it is fucking weird, Right, but his arm stretch or is it just a really long chain? He's go, 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 get So it. imagine if he's standing in front yeah. of this pole right now, but then both my hands go over that pole. Not like that. Oh, it's like one of those magician tricks with a little, like, yeah. Uh, the little hoops that like interlock somehow magically. I was thinking from the first one with Kevin Bacon. Yeah. And he has sex with that girl. Like, how horny do you have to be to have sex with blood on the pillow? Oh, like, it's in clear view. There's blood right next. And to with the head. Kevin Bacon. And with like, Kevin Bacon. Uh, did you see Kevin? Have you seen Kevin Bacon in front of the Thirteenth? I've seen his face. You would have sex with him. There's no. a lot of short shorts going on in those movies. I think you can see his. <laughs> I think you can see his bacon. <laughs> <laughs> um. Gross. Cool. We should talk more about this. <laughs> did you like him? Yeah, I did like him. Yeah. So the third, you gotta do third one. Yeah, probably. Today. Have you ever seen them before? No, never. Because that's the three D one. The third so, one is. So when so when do I need you, my three D glasses? No, no. When you watch that one, you have to like <laughs> they do all these weird shit to the camera, like, and that's all because like it was built for three D. Uh, the Capri Theatre used to do every Friday thing. They used to do uh, that one in three D. Okay. It was amazing. The best nights of my life. And then they stopped doing it because no. I'm, was going no, we, there was fucking packed, man. We used yeah. to like, we used to pack. I love three D movies. Yeah, but it was like those yellow glasses. It was like the yellow three D glasses. Oh, okay. It was like it was not fun. You had a massive headache afterwards. But <laughs> it, was, it was worth it. Oh, then the fourth one. You gotta let me know when you're doing this. <laughs> what year were these films? I don't want. No, it's just, no. <laughs> I'm just curious. Like, is it gonna? Are we gonna? Surely oh, some man. of them next next year. We got the uh, Jason Goes to Hell. Ugh. And I'm gonna make you watch it because oh, it's a fucking it's a fucking thing, man. I did find uh, it interesting that the first two movies he doesn't have his mask. How good does the, the I love uh, uh, bag bag Jason? Oh, the one eye. Yeah, yeah, that was creepy. Awesome. <laughs> that fat um, sheriff chasing him across the creek. Oh, just yeah. like, oh, he's just like Jason's looking up to kill him. <laughs> 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 and his little shack that has indoor plumbing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, damn. Okay, we we'll should do a watch along. Pro- yeah. We'll do a separate podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do some TV? Uh, yeah, let's go to the TV. Uh, one of my favorite shows ever um, premiered is the Larry Sanders Show. Uh, so it was a it's a show that was based on a fictitious uh, late night show hosted by Gary Shandling as Larry Sanders, and all the sort of behind the scenes bullshit that went on. They got a lot of celebrities to guest star. Um, it's really hard to get a hold of. I actually. Um, end up getting an American copy of it but it's that show is brilliant if you've never watched Larry Sanders watch that it's amazing I could never get into it like it's very that curb style very dry funny yeah. like awkwardness but for the guests alone I used to watch it 
because it'd have some really good like also well they also uh, had a lot of comedians on it in like so they got um Gene Groffalo's um in the first few seasons Dave Chappelle's in there um unfortunately um Jeremy Piven's in there uh, <laughs> um there's a running joke between Dave Duchovny and Larry Sanders where Dave Duchovny's like in love with him it's pretty good he's like <laughs> There's a bit where he's like, in, he goes and he goes to Dave Duchovny's hotel room, and he does the uh, basic instinct, <laughs> but like it's in his, he's in a robe, and it's like, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, definitely give it a go. He should have done it as his Twin Peaks character. Yeah, true. Uh, then we also had Are You Afraid of the Dark? Did you ever watch that when you were a kid? I don't think so. It wasn't as good as like um, other stuff going on at the time, but like yeah, it was a big Nickelodeon show. Um, I remember when it came out on DVD, like people used to, people were coming to like buy the box set. They fucking loved it. So I don't know. I think I was just a bit past that at the time. I was probably a bit young for it. Like I vaguely remember it, but I don't think I would have really watched it. Yeah. Um, and apart from that, you had uh, Martin, uh, which was Martin Lawrence's show, which was actually not too bad. Martin Lawrence had a show. He had his own show. He, he was on Living Color as well. Yeah. So that was after Living Color. Oh, at the same time. Oh, so busy he was man. Just doing, yeah, he was doing like the both at the same time. So. Um, yeah, but uh, I don't know. Martin Lawrence. Yeah, he's likable. Yeah, mate. He's the original Kevin Hart. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Just because he's small and funny. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. So that's TV. Uh, there's not. Yeah. Unfortunately. Oh, we should say that there was one Simpsons episode because they wanted to see if. Like, oh, like, this is the extra Unky Herb one? Yeah, so uh, Brother Can You Spare Two Dimes, so when um, Danny DeVito came back as Unky Herb, apparently did not want to come back, apparently did not like the experience at all, and that's why Unky Herb has never come back after that. No way. Yeah, This actually, is possibly one of my favourite episodes. I think it's better than the first one. Yeah, definitely. Just keeps punching Homer in the face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've sworn myself. How embarrassing. <laughs> I've always loved the fact that the representative from one of the baby companies looks like a big baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and um, uh, yeah, he gets the award at the start. That's what starts it all. Is he gets he gets two thousand dollars from because they say oh, Homer does because yeah. they, he does the physical and they show his sperm count and his sperm's just knocking into each oh, other yeah. <laughs> and they're like I'll give him an award and he'll shut up about it. Um, and Barney punches out the box service, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's, good. It's, fucking, it's one of the best ones, yeah. Another frustrating moment, though, where uh, something good happens to them at the end of the episode and it never carries over. You never see his uh, massaging chair? Yeah. <laughs> I do like the little sperms. In the <laughs> <laughs> Is that the episode where he describes sperm, where he's doing the... No, that's, no, um, that's, that's when uh, he's, t- he's saying how... Um, is that the story of them getting having kids? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you have to be so graphic. <laughs> That's amazing. Mm. Lord Order Minute's coming back soon, folks. Don't worry about it. I know it's your favourite thing. I was very disappointed it wasn't happening today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See? Disappointed. Yeah, I know, the, I know the feeling. <laughs> have you ever seen that thing from Hercules? Like the Hercules. TV show? There's a bit where Kevin Sorbo goes, Disappointed! And what they think <laughs> no. is that he misread the script because the script note must have said, like, Hercules is disappointed. <laughs> but he actually actually, he actually he thought it was Hercules says the word disappointed. <laughs> 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 so at one point he just goes, Disappointed! 
<laughs> and then what I was like, that people is how you act. <laughs> I'll be in my trailer. <laughs> I'm done for the day. <laughs> Sorbo out. <laughs> Imagine on day one, he's just reading the entire script. Hercules enters room. Hercules looks around. <laughs> No, you weird. don't say those bits. It's weird that I'm talking about myself in the first person. <laughs> uh, um, what a dumbo. I think it might actually There's a thing I saw yesterday. Um, the comedian Steve Hofstetter always takes the piss out of Kevin Sorbo on Twitter. Yeah, good. Oh. So anything he says. Sorbo's like... Uh, full on Marga now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, one of his friends bought Steve Hofstetter a cameo from Kevin Sorbo. Oh. <laughs> he has no idea who he is. But he just like he's like, oh, this isn't for a birthday or anything. I think... Um, this guy just wants to give you this as a good friendship yeah. uh, kind of cameo appearance and then he just advertises all these new movies that are coming out he's got and movies oh he's still going wow but they're like really alt-right christian movies now yeah, yeah. yeah. it's very it's independent yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very shot in his backyard yeah how's it wait a minute this isn't my world Disappointed! <laughs> <laughs> Is that when the show decided to take like a comedic turn? Uh, no, no. <laughs> just naturally happened. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that show came out, and I don't know how if it was a rumor or something that I thought he was Kevin, uh, not Kevin. Uh, what's that guy? The old racist Scottish Connery. Mm. Oh, yeah, I thought it was his son. Why? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that was a thing at some point, like, he was someone famous's son or half-son or something, I don't know. Half-son, is that, 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 that's not possible. <laughs> well, then it'd be Kevin Conn. <laughs> <laughs> that's a dad joke. Because <laughs> he gets half his name. Yeah. yeah. Sawberry. Go on to music! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, we we should talk about James Hetfield, yeah, yeah, he got himself in a bit of mischief with a pyrotechnics display and got second and third degree burn. Uh, during one of the pyrotechnics display, James Hetfield got too close to it and just got like a full bore in his face. So for the next two shows after that, uh, Guns N' Roses, I think, were supposed to do a longer set, but then Axl Rose <laughs> came out and said he had throat problems and they didn't play at all. And there was a riot. Yeah. <laughs> and for you keeping score at home, that is now three riots that Axel Rose has caused in as many years. Oh, wow. <laughs> for his shit on stage. Uh, so yeah, um, they got one of the, and this is the thing, they got one of the guitar techs to be, to play guitar, but they didn't tell me whether James Hetfield was still singing. Oh. I'm yeah, because it hit his face, so wouldn't. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah. It's like because no one can like out Hatfield Hatfield like you can't only one person can go yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> are you sure yeah I mean I, I should have done it I feel like you could pick anyone out of a Metallica crowd should have got, Kirk. And should have got Kirk to do it and he's just like, <laughs> 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 give me five <laughs> and then last last just goes strap the guitar to me and I'll play that as well as the drums because I'm fucking awesome <laughs> I have to do everything in this band yeah because <laughs> I think I've seen footage of that where like cars were getting flipped over and set on fire and everything like, yeah it was full on right yeah because uh, there's uh, one that we talked about last season where uh, he he tried to get a photo photographer kicked out and he wouldn't oh, stop that taking that mic smash that he does on that yeah yeah and then um, awesome. Slash has to come out I was like we're, we're not coming back <laughs> 
Yeah. And Slash just looks so dejected. That sad Slash. Disappointed slash. <laughs> Dash. Dash. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think we're, I think I don't think this is the last riot we'll see caused by Axl Rose. Have I you ever seen the video of um, Slash really high playing with Michael Jackson and he just continues soloing? No, it's awesome. So like he just, over Michael Jackson. So he does like his little solo break, and then I think the music's supposed to come back in. I can't remember what song it is, but beat he it. just keeps. Is it beat it? Is it Beat It? I hope it's Beat It. Well, Slash was on one of them, so I can't remember which one he did. But he just keeps soloing and keeps soloing. And Michael's trying to be professional, like, quit it, quit (laughs) it. And then, like, still dance at the same time, like, quit it. Yeah, like, oh, I'll join in with you. But then, like, Rhodey's... It's Beat It. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but Rhodey's come out on stage and try to, like, unplug him, and he runs away from them while still soloing. (laughs) (laughs) It's... It's like three minutes of just pure fun. <laughs> and I, he's know, he's I know what I'm watching directly after this. <laughs> he, he has a great time. <laughs> Man, he's a funny one. Oh, how's you? Because you were reading the Duff McKagan. Did you finish that? No, I'm still going through it. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a really big music fan. Yeah. Yeah. He seems um, like a nice one. And yeah. Well, he was like in um, Seattle punk bands before Guns N' Roses and then moved over. So. Which naturally makes him a better human being than. <laughs> Well, I Any was, of the others. I was torn between because I read Handmaid's Tale just before that, and I was like, I need a book that's just stupid. Yeah. So I'll get a Guns N' Roses autobiography, <laughs> and I was tossing up between Slash and Duff McKay, and then I sort of looked into it a little bit, and like Duff actually did some stuff. Slash just kind of seems like he's just been Slash all the time and done yeah. nothing else besides be Slash. Yeah. So I thought that would have been a pretty that. boring book. He uh, loved his loved his drinks though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a photo. Of a really fat duff in that book. Yeah, <laughs> he is huge. Um, yeah, his pancreas nearly burst. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was in the first chapter. Mm. Good uh, stuff. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, if you, if one of the better music biographies I've ever, I've ever read. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Um, Courtney Love uh, and Kurt Cobain welcome Francis Bean. So that their baby. Uh, I feel like. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that they were the first people to call their child a bean. Because <laughs> you, you know when it starts, like it's just it's just a little bean inside you, and that's what they used to call it. Like that was a little bean. That's why they called it a bean. Oh, is that why? Is that why? Yeah, you think, sure? I'm pretty sure. I think it's also because that was like their nickname when she was pregnant. Like well, I, know the, I know her name was from Frances Farmer, like the yeah actress. But um, yeah. Uh, so. There was a lot of stuff at the time about, you know, their drug abuse and stuff like that. And um, there's a famous photo shoot of their very shitty-looking apartment for the amount of money that he must have had. <laughs> yeah. And they were just like allegedly had. Well, yeah. There's a lot of stories that say they had nothing. Like record labels just took it all. Yeah, yeah. Or like said that they spent it, so they never actually got it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so. Um, and this apparently gave him a bit of a change of heart. Like apparently, he was he went into record in utero, and Steve Albini was like, "Yeah, let's do this like really dark and stuff." And he was like, "Nah, I think I think things are pretty good at the moment." So like he wanted to do a, a bit lighter and stuff like that. So we'll get into that next season when Injury comes around. But yeah, yeah. we will. Yeah. <laughs> um. So on the charts, we had Hazard, that song we played last week. Banger. Uh, Richard Marks. And Can't then, remember how it goes still, but yeah, I, I remember, remember the that time one. that it was good. Do you want to hear Hazard? Yeah, let's get a little sample there. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, I know this one. So the band's name Hazard? No, Richard Marks. Oh, right, right. So soothing. Yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> Shout out to Arcade Fire for bringing back pan pipes a couple years ago. Is that the pan pipe noise? <laughs> I think so. Is it's it? A, well, it's either a synth. It's a synthy pan pipe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> synth pipe. Yeah. Pan synth. <laughs> Uh, and the other one that was on Australian charts was that Amigos Para Siempre, the, the Barcelona song. The Olympic song. The Olympic song. Uh, US charts was Baby Got Back still. Obviously. Dominating. It dominated the entire chart last year, or last right. month. So um, Baby Got Back. Uh, Who did Baby Got Back? Sir Mix-a-Lot. Oh, that one, right. Bum, 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 bum. Mm-hmm. Then This Used to Be My Playground by Madonna, the... Uh, song from League of Their Own Oh, yeah not great but oh. <laughs> and uh, I've got to play this one some voice man oh nice I put this on a playlist recently. Yeah. It didn't fit in with anything else, but I couldn't take it off. Oh, we at least need the chorus. Yeah, here we go. So, spoiler alert, that's going to be on the charts for like the next three months. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Until, (laughs) Until November when another song, which you will be on the charts for a fucking year. Ooh. I won't tell you what it is. Ooh. Tie in with a movie. Ooh. Anyway. But that is End of the Road by Boyz II Men. Um, that thing fucking slays everyone. Like, that's <laughs> that... Uh, it's, uh, they called it that New Jack hip-hop. It's like sort of that, that soul and hip-hop sort of put together. Um, and it's called New Jack. It's called New Jack. Okay. Yeah. I'm feeling a lot of hip-hop in there. Well, that's the, yeah, that's what they used to call it, like, like R and B sort of thing. Um, I guess. But yeah, that's that would now dominate. This starts off like heaps of that shit for the next. Did I tell you? Uh, someone at work a couple weeks ago asked me to put on some old school hip hop or R and B. Yeah. You know what she's asking for? What? Early two thousands R and B. You put on a tropical quest, and she's like, "What's this?" <laughs> no, I just looked two thousands R and B, and like we listened to Mary J Blige. Oh, that's. But. Like, fuck, old school is now 2001. Yep. Mm. Jesus. <laughs> so getting into the releases for uh, August 1992, we got Uncle Tupelo, uh, NXS, Welcome to Wherever You Are, Blue Radio, Jim Blossoms, The Flaming Lips, Motorhead, ugh, Take That, <laughs> uh, Luna, Eric Clapton Unplugged, Bobby Brown, Bobby. Bobby Brown. <laughs> Uh, the Wallflowers, Listen to Williams, and Roxette. Can I have a request to play the first 30 seconds of that Motorhead song? Uh, yes. So there's a little bit of silence at the start, so maybe you'd skip forward to the 10 second mark and then play 30 seconds from there. This better be one of their good ones. Basically need to hear when the guitar does his little riff. Okay. For Hellraiser? For Hellraiser. So listen carefully. I know you don't want to. No. (laughs) I don't hate them. 
I do. Riff coming up. Okay, that's enough of that. Now play Unskinny Bob by Poison. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I'm gonna hurt a lot of Motorhead fans here. Good. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. <laughs> oh! Yep. Oh my god! <laughs> Total Lemmy. <ripper. laughs> yep. You piece of shit. But hang on now. What are the chances that Lemmy? Let's all picture Lemmy in his tiny apartment with Nazi stuff or in his bar. <laughs> just, like, what's the chances that he has ever heard that song? Uh, a poison fan makes sense to be sitting around with Nazi stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I think uh, I think Lemmy knew exactly what he was doing. Was like that is the only thing that has changed is the tempo. Can't do Ace of Spades again. <laughs> uh, they're a terrible band, and I have never liked them. Except for Ace of Spades. Nah, I don't even like that. Oh. Uh, so, I listen to... Look, uh, I think the Gin Blossoms' New Miserable Experience is a fantastic album. Uh, the uh, It's just... It's one of those songs I actually... Uh, Got into it then that 60s songs that define the 90s yeah. uh they did a um an episode on hey jealousy oh that's a good song yeah. um so bit sad they they recorded the album and then their lead guitarist who wrote that song and most of the other songs uh he was battling depression and uh he the record company actually made the band fire him and also um and they said that we'll give you a cut of your royalties but you need to leave that's how um, you fix it and then december he uh he took his own life huh. so they and then the next year so that was at the end in 92 then 93 this album fucking goes insane uh hey jealousy is like the top of like a lot of charts and he doesn't get to you know enjoy yeah. any of that sort of thing so that um, but the the band kept going. They're still going to this day, but it was just a really like that episode in particular was, was quite hard to listen to. He's like, he, he got he finally got what he wanted, and then, yeah, but didn't get to enjoy it. it yeah. Like, mm. Um, but yeah, if you never heard the entire album is good. It's, it's got. I mean, it's if you listen to this album, it's a very Paul album. This is <laughs> this is like my wheelhouse. What's the name of the band again? Jim Blossoms. Jim Blossoms. Um, it's like uh, jangly, rocky sort of. I'd have to admit, I thought that "Hey Jealousy" song was like a bush song or something. Oh, look, most people think <laughs> it's either that Sorry or it's like. Uh, it's a good song. Or they most people might have thought it sounded like another band on here, The Wallflowers, uh, Jacob Dylan, Bob Dylan's son. Um, this album's really good. Um, it's not one headlight good because one headlight's amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In <laughs> King of Staten Island. Mm -hmm. One of the best bits is like an entire firehouse singing one headlight, which is kind of weird because Steve Buscemi and Bill Burr <laughs> singing onto a wallflower song. It's like, I think it's singing to long one. Wow. Yeah. Had a little smirk in that little moment. That was nice. <laughs> um, but if you know, like their first album is self titled, uh, really good. There's a song called Hollywood on there. Uh, it's 
one of my that's I've been playing that all week. It's awesome. Um, what have you got? Did you guys get into the music much or? I went through the playlist for like the singles or whatever, like the hits, and yeah. then tried to pick out things from there. Uh, I went both ways. Like I tried to broaden, mm. and then I went with what I thought I would like. Uncle Tupelo. Yeah. I didn't mind it. Yeah. It was a little bit funky. Yeah. Did you hear any of it? No. So it's uh, kind of boring, but <laughs> it, it's Neil Youngy, so like it's kind of in my zone. Well, it's their bit. last album before they went off, and then um, Wilco comes from that. Ah. Uh, yeah. So. Okay. Maybe that will help me find Wilco because I still can't find it. Wilco's good. <laughs> I uh, also tried out In Excess. Do you like it? I was saying before we started to still like, I don't know any of these songs. Yeah, I, I think I just must be like it's just 80, uh, only eighty stuff that I can. Is that baby don't cry song. That's super popular. No, yeah, I've never, I've never heard it before. Yeah. Wow, that and beautiful girl was on there. Wait, don't they play that on like football adverts? That baby don't cry. Yeah, I think so. It's on some advert. I'm trying to remember what it is <laughs> for football. <laughs> baby don't cry. It's football's here. Well, it's in excess, and like people just think that in excess and football go together. They still yeah. use uh, <laughs> Holy Grail. Uh, or, yeah, um, football stuff horrible <laughs> that's my only connection to that song like back in the 90s it's like that's the song about the grandfather yeah yeah yep <laughs> i um so yeah i gave them a better go because i think last time they came up that's i can't appreciate them because they feel so overdone now yeah in excess it's like it's it just sounds like radio ramble to me um and the other one i gave a good go was take that <laughs> How was that? Fucking awful. See, <laughs> <laughs> so, talking about the end of the road, boys and men. This is also the start of uh, British boy bands. We'll be getting into a lot of them. In the so next. boring. Uh, what's the one? Every uh, the House of Fun or House of? Yeah, that's not on here. No, that's not take that. That's someone else though. House of Fun. No, that's not Madness. But there's another yeah, one. I was thinking. There's another band. Ah, oh, is that E Seventeen? Yeah, E Seventeen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah, see, they had some catchy songs. There's one song on here that's kind of got a hook in it, but the hook in the song is the same as um, I'm Gonna Live Forever from Fame. Is it? Yeah. There's like this little... I mean, it's only like five or ten seconds. You couldn't sue anyone over it. <laughs> but there's this little bit of the melody where my brain just goes on to the song from Fame. Is this... Just it could happen? That. Uh, no, this is good at me, Okay. Sounds like a ringtone. Yeah, they're just—it's <laughs> not catchy pop music. Which, what's the point of being pop music if you're not going to be catchy and like getting people's heads? A lot of these songs are like really long too, like five-minute songs. It's like, yeah. do a fucking radio edit. Come on, it's terrible. <laughs> it not a fan. It was bad Sonic Youth. <laughs> um, and then Roxette, I tried, but yeah, just didn't, wasn't really pushing any buttons. Are you ever going to reach the zenith that was? No, you're not. <laughs> uh, do you, did you listen? I mean, I know that you. Oh, I put my contribution in. I had no time this week to. Humping around? Yeah. <laughs> what what arounding with Bobby? Humping around? Humping around. Humping around. Is that what he does? I thought he did something else. Yeah. We'll get him to, into him later. Mm. Bad, bad man. Yeah. <laughs> with the thumb thing? Mm-hmm. The thumb thing. Well, yeah, you'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it more sounds like you're going to do the thumb thing. thing. <laughs> is, this, uh. is, this, is this like the Eric Cartman, Steve Irwin thing? No. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, he's he's not great. Nope. Uh, do you listen to Flaming Lips? I feel like that might have been in your sort of. It's all right. Yeah, I'm 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 very. 
I, I don't mind. Like, I like that, um, the famous Flaming Lips album, that, that Yoshima. Yeah. Or Yoshima, yeah. Let's talk about Eric Clapton for a sec. <laughs> so, this was uh, an intimate performance for MTV Unplugged for uh, Eric Clapton. In England. In England. Uh, Isn't that weird? He, he, he did the performance. The cameras went off and he said, I want to do track two again. No, track three. Track two, three, and five. Let's do them all again. And he did. Wow. So whoever was there watched him perform at least five of those songs two or three times. He then, there's a famous thing, and like, I don't give a shit because like, I don't think Cream were that good a band, but apparently he plays a Cream song. And on the recording or the, the live, or the, the televised um, special, it cuts in halfway through. It's because he started doing it while he knew the cameras were off. Um, and he's like, and then like they quickly got it back on again. And then at the end of that, he's like, did you get that? I'm like, you're a dick, Eric. Just, you're a dick. <laughs> like everything about him. And then like recently confirmed because he's like going on about vaccinations. Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I was going to say like, I kind of like that though. Like, because then you're just giving something to the audience. Like nah, this is for the people it, here. He's doing it expressly just to be like, oh, look at me. He's like the Clint, like he's the Clint Eastwood of music. Everyone just gives him too much fucking like rating, and he's like, he's just a, he's just an idiot. Yeah. Uh, Brian May came out from Queen mm. and said, um, like he doesn't agree with his comments about vaccinations and lot of stuff. And he's like, he's like, he also kills animals, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> Does he? Apparently, Eric Clapton's quite the quite the hunter. Uh. Um, well, let's um, shit on his prey a little bit because there's only like two good songs on here. So yeah, Layla and Tears in Heaven. Yeah. Um, and if there's other good ones on here, it's because they're covers. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, I get teased at home for listening to a lot of like easy listening, five AD type music, yeah. <coughs> which. Well, I was going to say that I don't, um, and that's what this is, and I don't really listen to this because it the, is dull. What do they consider as your five AD? Like Glenn Hansard, Turin Breaks. Oh yeah, that sort of. It's very sleepy. It's indie. It's indie <laughs> rock. It's indie. Okay. Yeah. That sounds pretty sleepy. <laughs> really, like when I used to live with you, like those that John Frusciante shit. I was like, oh man, it's like a walking coma. It's like <laughs> don't know what you're talking about. It's magical in every form. It's like, what are you listening to? I'm experiencing John Frusciante. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole body thing. You wouldn't get it. For the record, go I'm listen to your Dropkick Murphys. I never used the word experience <laughs> or spoke like I don't even know who that was. <laughs> Robert Smith. The hair wasn't far off, but no. you know. <laughs> All right, so I think we do have some powder finger news. Powder finger news. They do, yeah. He they released a a seven track EP. Yes, self funded. Self funded on their finger label. (laughs) (laughs) So they say. Finger their way into the charts. (laughs) (laughs) I actually don't know how it went on the charts. I imagine if you put it out yourself, you're just going to give it to your friends. On Bernard Fanning's mum's charts, it was number one. Burn it. <laughs> I, I bought it, it for you. I the, bought it. The Sunday school teacher bought it. <laughs> the fact it's not on Spotify says it, they're either not proud of it or it's not 
very listenable. That makes me want to hear it more, yeah. more and more, though. I'm sure Bandcamp or something, maybe? It must yeah. be out there. Mm. Bob would have it. Bob would have, like... Signed copies. <laughs> <laughs> now, we shouldn't, like... Yeah, there's still a few Powderfinger fans that might get their back up. I've had one... Stop listening. I've had one interaction already. <laughs> <laughs> there's still a few. <laughs> uh, uh, what a terrible man. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's Powderfinger News. Powderfinger News. All right, so thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Thanks yeah. for watching Three Ninjas. Yeah, it must have been tough. No, that was quite good. Come I liked it. I'll have to watch it again. Come back again. Yes, we'll find some stuff that's mostly on stand. Yeah, <laughs> and when I'm not actually like what three years old in that year, <laughs> we'll get you back in. I think you wanted to be. You, oh, you, you I, I sent boy. in my request. You want you want Tommy Boy? I'm pretty sure. No, 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 not Tommy Boy. What movie did I? I'll have to go through that message and yeah, find yeah, it Yeah, I'll, I'll find it, yeah. But, uh, well, there's Beavis and Butthead. I definitely wanted that. Oh, Beavis and Butthead, yeah, yeah. Is it 98, 99? Nah, it's 97. Really? For sure. Oh. And then uh, I hope I'm the one chosen for a hoodie. Oh, man. <laughs> there will be a hoodie listen along. Oh, this, yeah. <laughs> That's it, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus hoodie. And with that... <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you once again for listening to Living in the Past. Got some awesome people to thank at the end of the show here. Andrew Golding does our music for us. You can check out his stuff at www.antigold.bandcamp.com. Rebecca Sheedy, she does our artwork. You can check out her stuff on Instagram at mildscribbling. Send us an email at livingthepastpod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. You can check out letterbox.com following PD Lumsden and check out the movies that we've been talking about this season. You can check out the music we've been talking about on the podcast by going to Spotify and searching Living in the Past podcast and then the month that you want to check out. Want to help us grow the show? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or tell your neighbour, tell your friend, tell your mother. It all helps. And until next time, as we always say, sit back, look back and relax. Thanks.